Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 46 and 47 of Lord of Chaos, Beyond the Gate, and The Wandering Woman. Enjoy! Welcome back to Season 6, Episode 21 of The Will Reads. I have Ian with me right now. Chris is running a little bit late, but he will be joining the stream momentarily. Uh, well, he's, he's he's not running. No, he's not running. No. He hurt his knee, so he's at the doctor. He's driving back. He's going to jump he's off. He's hobbling late. In just a second. Yeah, he's hobbling <laughs> over a little, bit, a little bit late. But yeah, we'll, we'll get him over uh, in the stream in a little bit whenever he hobbles to the computer. Um, you know. He says he, I don't know what happened. <laughs> he said he fit on some stairs. I don't know. He's married now. So I just always, a little sus, a little sus. Yeah, I could have said the wrong thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But we do have some new patrons, at least one uh, new patron. Um, so high mileage hole. Um, thank you for your patronage and thank you and welcome. Um, and are, it might are, be announcing this one. Are we going to discuss that? Or are we just going to let that go? We're, we're just, What's the handle name? What's the handle name again? High mileage hole. <laughs> I'm a just. I'm trying to turn a new leaf and be a better man. I'm a. I, I, I love that name. You know, we got a negative review recently for being crude, so we know. Right, that's crude. why I stopped myself. I was like, maybe that person is listening, and I'm just gonna say thank you. Well, thank you, anyways. Uh, yeah. Okay, you saved me. One, thank you. Yeah. There one you go. G word, and we'll move on. And it's been so long since last time recorded. I don't remember if I announced it, uh, a Betomon as a new Patreon, but if you got a second shout out, yay, <laughs> you're a patron too. Um, so I, I might've already said that last episode. Like I said, it's been two weeks. I was doing the math and I was like, he joined before, but did I remember last time? I don't know. Um, so. Well, thank you again. Or for the you. first time. Yeah. Or for the first time or the second time. Yeah. So, um, other things going on. Yeah. So got a couple announcements. Um, uh, on Saturday we have a, the Twitter of time awards. So I am super excited about that. And also running around with a chicken with a head cut off right now. Cause it's last minute scramble to get everything ready. Uh, been downloading content that we can put onto the stream and all sorts of other stuff and getting everybody together and getting all the roles and Yada, yada, yada. A lot of busy work. But Saturday, 8 o'clock, the red carpet starts. The actual show will start at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So um, make sure to come check it out. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have a, a lot of good presenters, a lot of great nominees. So um, going to be a good time. So I can't wait. You can come for the First Time Reader Award. I'll, I'll DM you. Yeah. Because the, the music, because the music video for that one is non spoilery so the first time readers could uh, remo- remove the spoiler tag and they can, they can watch yes, that part. I that get to be a part, part of it. I'm so excited. Part of it, yeah. So okay, yeah. I'm not sure what time. I'll, I'll find the timestamp. I'll let you know. Um, I will be available. <laughs> I will be waiting, ready. And um, as you guys have might have seen, in October we didn't do a lot of fortune, and that was because I was getting ready for Twitter time. Also, I was on vacation a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Jake, who helps me run it. Also was out a lot on a weekend. So it was just a lot of a lot in October. So we said, you know, take the month off, but come back November 19th at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time. Or actually at that point, it's 
Eastern Standard Time. It switches on the third. Um, so number third, remember set your calendars, our clocks, uh, change them if you're in America. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, so on November 19th on Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m., we're going to have three contestants on, and it's going to be the Water Fortune to end all Water Fortunes. So we have uh, Eratopedia from Watt Spoilers, Morgan from Podcast of the Dragon, and Ariel Sadai or Pavara um, from uh, TikTok and a bunch of other stuff. And they are all super experts, like scary trivia and real time experts. So you're going to have people on that can just like look at the amount of letters and guess without even a letter being on there yet. So that'd be great. It's going to be fun. <laughs> do, you, do you give bonus points for that? I, I don't a letter they guess. I, I don't know, but we should. I, I, don't, know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, but um. Yeah. So those are the big things coming up. Um, oh, also, um, uh, thank you to Kevin uh, Kalusa. He uh, edited his pledge up as well. Um, so, yay. Upgrades. Patron. Want to give that shout out as well. So um, you can tell thank how prepared I am. That's I've been awesome. literally going a thousand miles an hour trying to get also a Freddy. So I, yeah. Yay. Um, so, um, personal life. Yeah. I've been just doing that for the most part. Went on vacation for a little bit to the beach, but I think I recorded last time from the beach. So that was great. Um, been back now trying to get my life in order. Went to Chris's wedding, which we have not talked about. And I'm going to hold off on talking more about it till Chris gets here. Um, but it was a fantastic time. Like, I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. So yeah. Um, congratulations to Chris and Chanel. Um, most of the Chris, cause he's definitely won. Chanel, I think, lost on that deal, but um, we still Chris, love Chris. Chris won big time, and, and yeah, I love Chris to death. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it more when Chris gets here, but that's all I, man, just really want to talk about. Before the show, I was telling Alan, we've both been to so many weddings, and yeah, usually they're great, festive time, And but I've been to a few where there's moments that just feel cheesy, or you kind of roll your eyes a little bit, and you're like, yeah, 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 and like, let's hurry up and get to the reception, but everything about Chris's wedding just felt genuine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't too big, but it wasn't too small. It just, there was a lot of love there. Yeah. Everything about it was fantastic. I love being there and, well and loved it for Kristen Chanel. And yeah, nor, and normally when I see a guy that's marrying into a family that, you know, there's a lot of sisters, no, no brothers in the sibling mix that he's marrying into. Um, I wouldn't say I worry about that for them, but it's kind of like, I hope you know what you're getting into sort of thing. But I had a chance to speak to all of her siblings and her dad and just great people. Mm-hmm. They're really like, are. anyways, super happy for him. So, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't have expected anything less. Chris is a genuine dude, and um, yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah, and also, you know, I got a chance to go out drinking the night before, which was fun. Um, yeah, besides the, besides we wandered around the projects of Charlotte. <laughs> He's like, yeah, let me show you this old place I used to love to go to. When we get there, and it's like locked up with bars on the windows and stuff. He's like, oh, I guess it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> it's been years since I'm in Charlotte, all right? I was like, I know this cool bar. And we went there. And yeah, it was definitely it was so perfect. <laughs> so then we ended up going to this hole in the wall, like right around the corner. That was not any better. Um, but but it but it had what like three dollar Joe shots or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, cheap, cheap specials. So yeah. I got and we were Ubering, so I got for Schnickered. Yeah. And there fun. was one other small group that came in, like a group of coaches from a local high school football team, like celebrating their season. Mm-hmm. And one of them uh, he's got his first baby on the way and just started talking up with him and doing shots with those folks. And yeah, I think we made time. a great time of it. I, oh, we did. I had a blast. We did. So. We had a good time. 
It was a lot. Never a dull moment. <laughs> Anything new in your world, Ian? Anything going on? Anything exciting? I'm, uh, are you I'm, in the barracks? I am in the home? barracks. I'll be quick about uh, it. This is the barracks. This should be the very last week. I'm scheduled to get my DD214 on Thursday. Those of you in the service or prior service know that that is a, at least that day is a day of celebration. And then uh, depending on, you know, where you're at in life, you might mourn it later, but I'm very excited to get it and go home. Uh, I also got very lucky in the timing of my uh, VA disability stuff. I won't go way down the rabbit hole, but technically the program I'm in, you're not supposed to even start doing that until afterwards. But once they decided they weren't med boarding me, I was like, well, let me call the VA direct and make sure I can. Anyways, got all that stuff in and got very lucky with great doctors right off the bat. Turns out I didn't have to get a bazillion letters written from people because I had awards in the past that I saved the write-ups for. And apparently there's certain things that if you do or see or part of or whatever, like it just kind of gives you automatic percentages or at least makes it easier for them to, you know, document that. So anyways, that went really great. So there won't be a lapse. I'll get off of my active duty orders. I'm probably gonna have to start working part-time when I go back to my actual job. So the VA portion is actually kind of crucial for me to not take a giant financial hit right now. So, I mean, things are falling into place. Uh, okay. God, God is good. There you go. So when's your last date you said? Thursday, I get the 214. They say Friday's a travel day, but as soon as I get that piece of paper in my hand, I'm on the road and coming home. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. <laughs> and when they text me Friday morning, like, why are you not at formation? I'm going to send them a screenshot of my 214, my release from active duty. Probably <laughs> that'll be it, but there might be other gifts involved. <laughs> it's like, uh, there's, I was a bartender slash uh, waiter at a local restaurant. Ian knows this. And, uh, but, um, yeah. Uh, the day I, 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 was, I gave it two weeks, which is unheard of in the restaurant industry, but the, my last day I clocked out of my shift and didn't do any of my side work, like sweeping or anything like that. I just clocked out and turned around, went to the bar, sat down, ordered a drink. And like the new shift came in. They're like, Alan, are you going to sweep? And I was like, excuse you. Like I am a customer here. <laughs> like, yeah. I do I'll, not I'll work here. You. I do not work here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of kind of asshole but at the same time uh we were all close enough friends that it was just funny but uh, <laughs> yeah and i'm excited on the reserve side to get back to my unit um a handful of these guys are you know some that i'd uh i won't say deployed mobilized with to mm-hmm. um wisconsin for the afghan refugee mission and uh really love some of those guys been working with them for a while so kind of excited to get back to see them as well oh yeah oh i forgot i did go sailing last week too for the first time in forever so that was fun uh That's we got big. some yeah, we got some of my old crew together. Uh, actually, my, the old owner that I sailed with for literally years um, decided he, that he was feeling he's very old now and he felt able enough physically yeah. to get on a boat with him and his wife. So they came out and we got some of the old crew that had come out in years to do a little sailboat race. So um, it was it was good just catching up with all those folks that I hadn't seen in a very long time and actually get on the water. Um, I, I told them that if they ever want to get together again and do this, it gets me a... a a free sailing pass because my wife's like, Oh, Gene's coming. Yeah, go ahead. I'm like, Gene, go sailing all the time now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sit on the back of the boat and we'll buy you drinks. Yeah. No, I'll I, buy you all the drinks in the world. Yeah, I please. saw his wife posted some pictures and I was extremely happy about that. Alan had done some big boat sailing before and I did a little bit also, but not that much. Uh, Gene and his wife on, on their boat, that was the first time I did like what I would call real racing on a big boat. And fantastic man. And him and his wife had some health issues along the way. You know, they're getting older. 
and mm-hmm. seeing them back out of the water, I'm I wish I was there. I hope you gave him yeah. a, a big hug. I think James sure is like seventies, early eighties now. He's pretty, yeah. he's getting he's getting up there. Yeah. But yeah, good dude. Anyway, good guy, very good guy. Um, so um, I was gonna stall some more to wait for Chris, but I don't know if he's going to show up or not anytime soon. So um, we'll see. Do you want to get right into it? I have, and we can go back to personal life. I have, have more. I have one other filler <laughs> item. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, both my younger two kids, River and Ronan, they've expressed interest in getting into music in some way, whether it's vocal lessons, piano, guitar, drums, whatever. Uh, so I was, and I have kind of limited time with them, you know, not being the primary physical custodian. And Thursdays is the only day I have every single week, no matter what, I've always got them Thursdays. So I was like, all right, let me find somewhere where we could do lessons one-on-one. Hopefully somebody that could come into the house because we have a bunch of instruments where we're at. But I found in Richmond... Uh, they have what's called School of Rock, and I don't know if they have these in other cities, but it is fantastic. You 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 go, and once a week, you get a one-on-one lesson, but then at another time, once a week, you get together for a couple hours of kids uh, around the same age, around the same skill level, and you have an instructor that teaches you a few rock songs, and you learn them in order to go perform them, and in a couple of months, their next performance is at uh, Hardywood Brewery in Richmond, oh, cool. which I you're going to get an invite. Yeah. On. It's going to be awesome. So awesome. Ronan, Ronan's playing electric guitar and he mm-hmm. already knows a few chords and sounds pretty good after one lesson. And okay. R- River's playing the drums and I am just tickled. They, they were like, Oh, music lessons. It's going to be like at school. So boring, but they show up and their instructors are really nice guys, but they got the rock look tatted up, funky hairstyle, nose ring, this, that, and the other. It's like, River, bro, you want to play some drums? Ah, snarly, let's go. And just start wailing on them. And yeah, it was yeah. it was great. Uh, since we're talking about kids, my my four-year-old son, I, I promise my wife I wouldn't tell the story, but hopefully she's not outside. She'll come bust this door and get mad at me. She, he started oh, playing yeah. soccer. He started playing soccer. Um, so he had a second soccer game um, and felt so bad for him because, you know, four-year-old soccer, it's not the best skilled chaos. soccer it's chaos yeah utterly chaos so he's playing defense which is yeah <laughs> whatever it's like and it's like playing a uh, uh right field in t-ball you're picking daisies half, half the game he has his hands in his pocket just kind of staring at his face like i paid attention finally the ball gets close to him like we yell from the, like asher the ball go kick it and like he jumps in the action sees the ball turns around sees the net kicks as hard as he can right into his own net and scores goal! a goal, goal on himself on his own team. And he turns back, and says, I made a goal. I did a goal. And like, and like the whole sidelines, just all the parents are like, oh, geez. Good job, kid. Good job. But that's yeah, the fun part about the four-year-old <laughs> soccer, man. You got to love that. He's like, I made a goal. I was like, yeah, I did. I did. It was endearing. But at the same time, we're like, wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> that's, that's the wrong one. <laughs> anyway, love him. We'll probably have to have to tell him about that when he gets older. And like, yeah, your first ever soccer goal. That's perfect. I hope you got it on video. Yeah, yeah share it with him I, later. He'll enjoy exactly. that. Yeah. What, what? Speaking, that'll be a good wedding video. Speaking of weddings, Chris, how's your knee? <laughs> I am about to put this on right now. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh, it, like you know, all the things that can happen do happen. So, <laughs> such is life. I um, we got these amazing gifts given to us for the wedding. Which, by the way, I'm a weekend, y'all. A week and a, week and a half in. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but we get these it. amazing gifts, one of which was a fire pit. Well, we got two fire pits, actually. But 
one of them was small enough to where I was like, we could probably sneak this in the apartment and nobody would really care. And so it's like 60 pounds and I'm carrying it up three flights of stairs and I miss a step and. <sighs> yep. Oh, it's on the way up. So you just drove that knee right into the next step. <laughs> oh. I actually, I, I missed steps entirely. So I, I, I kind of fell and then like caught myself a single leg support. Uh, and so you're mm-hmm. thinking like 440 pounds coming down on, on one oh, leg. No. <laughs> and Bro, you know my, that, my knee would be shattered. <laughs> and and then you know that my feet don't fit on the stairs because the stairs aren't big enough. So yeah, there's mm. that added level. So I strained muscles, ligaments mm. and such because, you know, I couldn't even get my entire foot on the stair to catch myself. Mm. So always fun, always fun. Well, I'm well, sorry, we, man. Well, that on a more nice. lighter note, we did personal life. We talked a little bit about your wedding, but we're gonna wait for you for you to really talk more about it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for for missing us last week. We were on our honeymoon after a phenomenal wedding night. Let me tell you, I feel like it went very well. Um, yes, I've been yeah. to a number of weddings, and I will toot my own horn and saying I don't feel like the energy died out at any point at all no i feel like the 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 drink was pouring all Mm -hmm. night yes and the the food was you know at least an eight out of ten i don't know how the cake tastes i didn't get any it was great cake's good yeah cake was good it was great (laughs) speaking of the energy staying up top we took a bathroom break and came back and like the only people left in the dance room was uh Chris and his beautiful bride and Meredith and I were like, Oh, we love this song. So we start dancing a little bit. Somebody comes running over. They're like, no, this is our last dance dance together. You need to get outside. I was like, like, Oh, well, I probably should have put that. Should have stayed on that floor. No, we had, so, you know, hiccups are what they are. So we had heaven, which comes from the soundtrack of um, the crimes of Grindelwald. That was supposed to be our first dance. Mm -hmm. And they're like, the the woman who was supposed to be the planner anyway she's like oh they can do that live we're like no just play the recording we want to make sure we get the right one no they're gonna do it live no play the recording they did it live completely different song our first dance we'd never heard that song before a day in our life at all and i don't dance so i'm sitting here like all right we're gonna i literally chanel like we're gonna smile and make this shit up let's go Yeah. And then, like, as soon as I got off the, the floor, I ran over to the um, the quote-unquote planner, and I'm like, hey, now make sure you play the right song at some point in time, and make sure we know so that we're on the floor by ourselves. The embarrassment mm-hmm. was there. And I'm like, oh. and just play the recording like I asked you to. Yeah. So, hmm. anyway, it was a beautiful night. Yeah, we the, band was, the band was great, though. They, oh, they, they were, were phenomenal. They, and were they, fun. they sent Chanel's dad this picture of them. Mm-hmm. Um, of him and her like framed and everything having been Aww. on the dance floor because they're friends of of her father okay so Great. like that just added another level every pretty much every vendor there minus the planner was a friend of the family yeah it's like the photographer l is in virginia and came all the way here she lives in gloucester and like okay. she came all the way over here to shoot and you know the band is a friend and then the um the quartet that we had was like loosely a friend so okay cool that's great yeah that's awesome and, so and, and got Chris, it a lot I got, cheaper too 
Chris, I got to give you props one more time. So Chris was obviously fully present in every like bit of the wedding and with his bride and family and everything. But uh, Alan, you can vouch for this. Chris managed to go around the room all night long talking to everybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, but, but still being with his, with his new wife and everything, like, I just felt so welcome there the whole time. Like I told mm-hmm. Meredith, I was like, well, we kind of know people here, but we'll stay off in the court. I'm like, nope. Chris is like, come on, hey, look, we're, we're drinking. <laughs> like, enjoy yourself. It was great. So Meredith so had a phenomenal time. I oh, cannot she wait had a blast. Yeah. <laughs> she, she loved you guys. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of that, Ian, Ian when's the big, big, big date? Huh? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, so chapter 46. <laughs> Beyond the gate. Is that where we're at? Uh, dodging, uh, dodging. All right. Um, yeah, and, and also I did meet uh, Chris's father-in-law completely trash. So let's talk about meeting father-in-laws. Uh, chapter yeah. 46. Beyond the he game. actually so, really likes you. Like he was like, so the guy Alan, not the Alan that we know, but the other Alan, he's into banking. He's a really interesting character. I'd like to get to talk to him a little bit more. I was <laughs> like, because uh, I knew how lit you were. Yeah, <laughs> I was trashed. Especially, well, he caught us at the end of the night. Yeah, at the end, of, at the yeah. very end. Like we, I, I watched I got, it. I, I got two hands on the table, making sure I'm steady as I'm talking to him. He comes out. So you play golf? I'm like, I, I try. <laughs> Sometimes. It's like a, a multi-millionaire, always looking to, to invest yeah. and have fun with his money. And that uh that venue was awesome. I looked up how would it cost to join. Um, yeah, because Hap was like, this place is nice. We should get like a an out of town membership here. And I went and looked it up. I was uh, like, I was like, it's a hundred thousand dollar initiation fee. Hell no. <laughs> we might attend weddings there. That's going to be we need a little more than seventy patrons for that kind. Of- <laughs> yes, yeah, he's 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 very well connected and yeah. does very well for himself. Speaking of which, um, on top of other lifetime happenings, my last day at UNC Charlotte as an employee is Friday. Because mm. I start up as a relationship banker at Truist on Monday. Okay. Oh, yeah. Snap. So I'm making some moves, trying to you know change it up. Yep. I'm gonna head over to Truist and learn about a whole new field and mm-hmm. explore some different world. ventures. And so who knows where that will lead? But That's... I'm about to dive head first into it. That's fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Chapter forty six. Beyond the gate. And okay, could, so for, for us to be nearing the end of the book, mm-hmm. these chapters were not that great. Yeah, I I love this chapter, but the other chapter. It, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I thoroughly love this chapter for yes. what it's worth. But <laughs> it's uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to echo exactly what you said. I'm wanting more. So these sta- standalone chapters, great, lots of goodies. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I keep doing this every week. We only got that much left. A pinky's width. And by Chris, it's half a pinky. <laughs> yeah, we, we where's the action? Four episodes after this, so we're bring we're, it. Bring I will it say this though: I will say we are finally getting parent chapters, and that's really all mm-hmm. that matters. Sure. Yeah. There right. you go. So, the whole next book is going to be all parent. There you better go. be. Better be. A lot of, it's a, so a lot of puppy st- making. Uh, we start uh, as Perrin leaves Rand's room and sees uh, good old good old Daddy Fayil. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and notices the smell right away. Uh, cold fury. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, 
what a great way to meet your uh, your father-in-law. He, I would say future father. No, already father-in-law. Already father-in-law. He walks up super bashful, like, uh, l- l- Lord Bashir? Oh, really? <laughs> How? We're done with that now. We're, we're yeah. done with that. We're, this parent. We finally got my man. Parent this who? Parent. This parent. The parent one we're Ibarra. talking about. Lord Parent Ibarra. Lord Perrin, put some respect on it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I only have a little bit of experience uh, spending time with Riley when she started dating. She's my only daughter, 19 now, uh, in her mid-teens when she started dating. I, like, I never wanted to be that dad Was like that was like, when he comes over, I'm going to be cleaning a shotgun and threatening or whatever. Like, that's, eh, don't need none of that. Too, mm-hmm. too much, too much of that negativity. But even though, like, you know, trying to remain, you know, positive, accepting, you know, make sure my daughter's happy, all that jazz, as a father with your daughter, it's hard to not have those feelings of, like, just the questions in your head. What, what makes you think you're good enough? Da, 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 da. This is, you know, someone precious to me sort of thing. It's, it's terrifying. So that anger, fear, it, what was it described that he smelled? Cold fury, cold, cold fury. fury. Like it, that doesn't necessarily mean that Bashir is a jerk or wanting to be a jerk to Perrin. It's just hard to not have those feelings about your daughter. Yeah, when she's my, dating my my now father in law, as you guys heard in his speech, mm-hmm. clearly had that look in his face when I popped up to ask for his hand, his daughter's hand. It was this look of like, who is this boy approaching me? And yeah. why is he talking to me about my daughter? I like yeah. you, you've got to understand as a even if you're not a father, you can put yourself in those shoes because there's somebody in your life that you've been protective over. And then here she's pretty much been stolen away. Yeah. Like yeah. they got I mean, married. This example permission. is fairly extreme. And yeah. she's very young here. Which yeah. that's another thing. Like I didn't really think about that until other people brought it to my attention. Those are those. Yeah things that i don't want to think about <laughs> yeah i mean that's one of the things the first thing he brings up is that she's too young to marry without permission like you know she's not too young to get married just not without permission like she's i guess in you know 16 ish i think we did the math last time i can't yeah. remember what it was i think it was somewhere around there 17 yeah. somewhere like that. still pretty young yeah um and you know it says you know she's in with her mother right now and we'll find out whether or not her mother gives permission and you know, if she does it, then she'll be punished. And he's like, "But uh, we're already I'm married." Good. Like the the wisdom, like yeah. tied us, tied the knot. And he's like, "Who are you again? Yeah. And why why <laughs> yes. do you think we abide by what the wisdom does? Yeah. I don't know who the wisdom is or what she is. I don't care if you had a couple eyes said eye blessing off on it. Like that doesn't count by our standards, our, our culture, our laws. So nothing you've done could have possibly." Made it yeah. an actual marriage. She even scolded him like Fael. Who the heck is Fael? I'm talking yeah. about my daughter Zareen. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, Fael's the name that she took when she became the hunt, a hunter of the horn. And he's like, oh, a hunter. She didn't tell me that. He's like, oh, which he kind of oh, liked. He's like, oh my yeah. god, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> on that horn. <laughs> and he was like, shit, right. I'm supposed to be angry. Urgh. Yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> Uh, and then you know it says the whole thing that if a parent doesn't prove himself to Bashir, Fayil will suffer immense punishment, and uh, Davram will kill Baron. I mean, he flat out says that um, that he'll he'll kill Baron. He's sitting there like fingering right. his sword the whole time. Mm-hmm. That didn't sound right to me. I should. Yeah, and Par- and I love Baron's response. <laughs> you take Fayil, I'll just take it right back. I don't care how many horsemen you have. <laughs> yeah, Bashir's like, I have nine thousand spears and da 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 da. I, like, like, I just fought. I was like, I just fought ten thousand. I don't care. <laughs> 
Are they any harder to kill than Trollocs? Because if not, then we, we can do this. Yeah, we can do it. I can see him <laughs> in a, a blazing fury, like wolf claws out, teeth are like gnarled and, and eyes glowing and just things of fury style. Yeah. yeah. I, I love, I love Perrin's style here. Uh, I mean, you just, you don't back down and whatever, whatever they try to like offer as a, a threat or, Hey, I got 9,000 of this. It's just a whatever. That ain't enough. My back in the day when believe it or not, there, there was a version of Ian that just enjoyed getting in fights, uh, especially huh. in my er- early army years. And I hung out with people that also enjoyed doing that. It's, hard to explain i'm I'm talking to somebody about it we'll we'll figure that out but one of my go-to lines was i'm not that big of a guy uh five seven 185 used to be more muscle but still not very tall so if if there's some confrontation around the bar or whatever or somebody bumping to me and they're you know they puff the chest out what 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 i would just look at them and i'd be like hey bro how much you weigh they'd be like what how how much you weigh man they're like wait 220 motherfucker i'm like yeah it's not enough go on and just dismiss him and turn my back to him let me tell you if a dude is six foot tall 220 and a 5'7, 180 dude goes not enough you're a waste of my time and turns his back on you there is going to be a fight <laughs> I, man i'd reel him in with that every single time as soon as he puts his hand on me i can snap into action exactly I'll, yeah i won't i won't swing first but i'll swing second third fourth and fifth i yeah anyway um yeah so also during this whole entire thing it gets into the whole thing where bashir's trying to figure out if Perrin knew who he was and is trying to you know work, work his way into the royalty of saldea and, try to, and it's like it's like i'm not even a lord i don't even know who your daughter was like she told me you're a merchant and said you're something else and said this and that and I had no idea. I, I mean, I figured it was something important because she kept on changing her story. But like, yeah. I'm just a blacksmith, and, and she just starts laughing. He's like, "That's fine." He's like, "I don't care." The He's creator like, never made the houses. Some forget it, but go far back into any house, and you'll find a commoner who showed uncommon courage, or kept his head and took charge when everybody else was running around like plucked geese. Mm-hmm. And then you'll yeah. find people that are currently nothings that came from lines of kings. So it's like, mm-hmm. I like that about Bashir. I have to say, like, that was one of those moments where there's just this raw. That's the, I think that's it. They both were just like raw and honest. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, they kind of have Fayil as this article or item rather than a human being with thoughts and intentions. It's like she's mine. No, she's mine. Well, actually, she's my yeah. wife's, and I dare you to say that to my wife because my wife will. But you'll learn real quick that you, with these women, you have to realize they're like subtle doves. But my wife will <laughs> kick your ass if you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, these people are crazy. Yeah, why would you marry into this, parent? Run, <laughs> say Run. thank you. You can have her back. <laughs> Goodbye. I didn't, like go find somebody else. Yeah, there's I, a I two river woman them. out there for you. Bashir is, um, I mean, he's feeling him out, uh, obviously, you know, that that's what I'm seeing. And mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, do you have enough money? Do you have enough people following you? Is your name big enough? Are you important enough? I don't think he really cares about that. It's, no. you know, do you, you know, are you going to, are you going to take care of my girl? Are you going to protect her when you can, you know, are you going to be a partner to her? Uh, that sort of thing. So even though like what comes out is kind of like what you're saying, like she's mine, she's mine. Like he's also feeling out some of the more important stuff. Agreed. Um, like I think he was relieved when Perrin came back with, 
um, one, when I heard who you, who you were, I was like, I need to back out of this, but she wouldn't let me. And yeah. nice try trying to change her mind on anything. Right. Uh, but um, also, uh, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah. The whole, I'm just a blacksmith thing. Like, I don't like, I mean, whatever people claim to be following me, but that's not my, that's not my gig sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I think Bashir's pretty wise. He's, I think he reads into that and he's like, okay, this, you know, it's not just somebody after the money, after the position, after the broken throne, apparently, yeah, no, Which, that whatever, was whatever this term. is. Yeah, that was my yeah. thought too. Like, what does that mean? Mm. What is the broken throne? Parents about to take over a lot more land. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this too, like that. I feel parent. I've been in his spot. Like I, like that's how Chanel's dad was up until literally the day before. He's like, you know, you still got a chance to back out because you know she ain't right. <laughs> but she's mine. But she ain't right. She's just like her mother. They're not right. But. <laughs> but if you think you can handle all this, then and I was like, you know what? I could still back. <laughs> I said, but there are a lot of people that would not be happy with me. <laughs> yeah. But is he saying that because he truly thinks that about his daughter or is he feeling you out? Is he He's making feel- sure there's yeah. no hesitation? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know her dad a grand at all, but, to it, to the, it, but. <laughs> the, the, the vibe I got was he certainly trust her and her decision and everything. And if he said oh, yeah. that, he, he was feeling you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure yeah so um they decide after all this to go check on the girls so they go to where fail and her mom are talking here i can see like parent parent reaching for the door and you hear the scuffle and bashir like holding his hand like not yet yet. Give, give me five. Hey. You're gonna learn real quick, boy. I'm teaching right. you a first lesson. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna pretend we didn't know nothing about any of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, then and, and I think for sure actually knocks off and he's like, Am I okay? And he's like, Oh, and they immediately <laughs> stop. It's like cut off. It's like, yes, come in, honey. <laughs> Give, gives him a quick warning, like, hey, we're gonna we're 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 gonna come in. We're, yeah. we're gonna come in. Yeah. And um yeah, so the first thing the parent sees is a, a slap mark on Fayel's face, and he starts getting super angry about it. But then he turns and looks and sees a slap mark, the same a mark on his mom, her mom's face too. It's like, oh wow, it's like that. Okay, <laughs> he's like, interesting. He doesn't, he doesn't know oh, what to do. Um, if I had waited a little bit longer, how far would this have gone? Yeah, yeah. Get it? Get any more hand marks on you, babe? Uh, that's you want to show me? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so um, for for a split second, like I wanted to be upset about this, but that's more so my own past. Like anytime there's the physical violence in any sort of family relationship, I really get up in arms. Uh, but then I thought about it and we still don't know much about their culture. One, it could be an actual like rites of passage type ritual. Like maybe this is something that's always done. But even if it's not in their culture, the way this played out, it very much seemed like it was a rites of passage moment between mother and daughter right where yeah, mother was I probably mother was probably pushing buttons the same way Bashir was with Perrin and you know if Fayil would have caved and just been like oh yes mother fine I'll do whatever you say then Fayil probably also wasn't ready but it seems like Fayil stood her ground and as this plays out I think everybody is appreciating that and and recognizing one who Fayil is despite her age you know she is ready and two like this relationship is there's some sincerity there. Set her ground against did, the Amazonia. Did you, get, did you get PTSD from this scene though? When she walks up, starts poking the chest harder and harder um, over and over again. Like <laughs> I did think about it, but it doesn't. 
it doesn't fire me up the way it used to. <laughs> used I still don't to. like it, but I did not get as fired up. Yeah. But yeah, she yeah goes to the parent and starts poking him in the chest. Like, just because your yellow eyes doesn't make you a wolf. Uh, you know, like, which I thought was quite are. interesting. Like that didn't shock or surprise her. They were very familiar with the yellow eyes and the idea of being a wolf. Yes. So I'm like, maybe there's a little bit more to that part. Mm. Maybe yeah. they know something about, maybe they can become birds and he becomes a, a wolf. I don't know. I'm just yeah. making stuff up now, but and it's funny how his, fr- this. his first approach, I think was the wrong one. He was going to come in there and try to like be very bashful and very, very meek. And, and as he starts poking him, he just gets enraged and is like, you know, just and she's like, oh, so what she was really fight. trying to do is see if he had big enough balls to stand up to a one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. a woman of her caliber because the way he describes her is like she is an Amazonian, like she's yeah. thick, she's not like fat, but just built real built. nice. Like, yeah, like Amazon, she's a brick house, you know, mm-hmm. them guys that'll squeeze you and just make it hurt pop, so good. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, pop. yeah, yep. <laughs> Like, I could, I could, I, my, my, my image is just so like Xeno warrior princess, but thicker, much thicker. Yeah. I want, I want you to hurt me, but like do it in a way that makes it feel safe. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. The word is pineapple. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I will say like in that little instance where she was physically pushing and prodding pairing, it wasn't so much the poking in the chest. It was just, I, I'm not a fan of, and I don't, where do I start this? When you recognize that somebody is uh, big, physically big or strong, or you sense that they're capable of violence. So you intentionally poke and, bro- and prod until they show some of that violent side. Too much in the past, I've seen where people do that just so they could point the finger and say, see, I told you. You know, people aren't safe around you. You're dangerous. Da 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 da. And like, that's not the case. The case was you're a piece of shit that poked and prodded to the point where you deserve to get yelled at or have some sort of reaction. Mm-hmm. So I was not a fan of that at all. Right. Nah. Even though this scene, I guess, played out okay, but like, yeah. Well, you got Fayil in the background just smiling away, like, yes, show them, show them what you are. And I, I'm right there with you, though. Like I, I, I am that guy. I've been in that position where it takes a lot to get me riled up. But once you do, just, just yeah. know. It's your and is fault. It, like, is it right? Exactly. Not, not Chris's fault at that point. I'm, I'm even thinking, like, I had so, some, some friends in the, in the Special Forces community that, I mean, very unassuming, smaller than me. You know, some of them skinny as a rail. And I'll tell you right now, stone cold killers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you'd never guess it. They're calm, cool, collected. And, you know, I've, I've been at bars where people are trying to mess with them, pick fights with them. Like, Oh, why are you wearing that patch? You know, you see blah, blah, blah. And in my mind, I'm like, don't push him too far. He <laughs> yeah. will remove, he will remove your limbs and beat you with it. But like <laughs> people do that sometimes. Yeah, like, they I just want to push st- you and see where you go. Like, why, why would you do that? I mean, we're right around the gosh, uh, corner here from uh, little Creek. Uh, yeah. where the Navy SEALs are yeah. based. And I've met some of those Navy SEALs. Some of them are big. They do. Some of them are. Yeah. But they right. will. Yeah. Right. They'll take you out with like yeah. a pinky. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> but, but they're they're mostly calm, in, in public. They're calm, cool, collected dudes. Mostly, and highly, yeah. highly intelligent. Know. Like, yeah. You never know. That's the crazy thing about them. Most of them are super intelligent. Yes. Most of them like the, the IQ is here. The physical ability is here. The, the emotional intelligence is the very high. 
And the minute they snap, though, like all of that goes into overdrive, and they are thinking about all the things they can do. And I, like I said, I'm that type of person. I'm cool until mm-hmm. you push me, and then yeah. when I get to that point, I black out. After that, it's your fault. Right, but don't you get that vibe about Perrin too? Like, there's not yeah. a bone in him that wants to be violent. However, we've seen once he has to cross that threshold or is forced into it, I don't want to be standing against him. I, I might even be a little worried being on his side, but too close to him. You know? Yeah, with That's... a PTSD moment, like, I wish I had my axe right now. Like, <laughs> right. he's never asked for his axe. I think this is the first time I've ever right. seen a line where he was yeah. actively thinking, I wish I had my axe. Right. Triggered. Yeah. So, well, anyway. yeah, after some talk, uh, I, you know, uh, uh, Dira uh, Bashir uh, finally says, I think he's good enough. Uh, you know, kind of, and, and Bashir's like, "Oh, we needed some new blood in our line, so uh, six or seven pups will be good." But it wasn't just new new blood. What, didn't they talk about they needed a strength in the bloodline? Yeah. Yeah. Blood. Something. Well, he he admitted he's like, "I'm half." He said, "A third of the man, or half of the man." My grandfather was, and he was a tough man. And he's like, "And I'm a pretty tough man, but I'm nothing compared to him." And I'm like, "Well, do they come from a line of these worth people?" Or, yeah, you know, there was some question that I had, like, what, how do they know so much about the Golden Eyes and what exactly? And they were intrigued very much about Perrin and that he would strengthen the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And yes, he's a tall But is guy it about magic? Is it about him. old magic or is it about being, having wolf magic? That's kind of where my mind went. Mm-hmm. I think it's more just magic in general. I think it's kind of woofy. Yeah. Mostly because of her recognizing the the yellow eyes, not being it, she just seemed to recognize it. She knew what it was and wasn't concerned with it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Anything from See, all Chris, this? You, before- Chris, you said you said these chapters. Oh, I'm looking for action. There's action here. It's not the action we were looking for. <laughs> no, it's no. not. But this is still really is good stuff. It's a juicy. No. It's a juicy chapter. Right. It's juicy. it's juicy. I like that. I like that. Um. So before we move on to Rand's point of view, anything from all this? No. So he switches to the Rand. It takes off right where Perrin left him, um, saying that he's not going to go to Tyr. Um, Hold on, wait. I, I am going to take a step back real quick because this is my favorite line of the, the chapter. I've gotten away from doing that, so I kind of rem- reminded myself, maybe he married into a family where everyone was mad. I feel him on that. <laughs> y'all saw this y'all saw the sisters but trust me y'all don't know the sisters that I, just I, I mentioned that before you came out. on I, I i went i went and said hi to uh, all of her family like quickly so very short conversations in a public setting what do i know right i'm not seeing the real them but the vibe i got off of them was all it was just nothing but love in that room it was very good so <clears throat> even yeah, if it is and- a little different or crazy or maybe they got their own thing going on I think you should just enjoy the ride. Don't fight I, it. Yeah, just, just be part of it because it they're looks like they got a good thing people. going on. They like you look at them, you wouldn't be able to tell. They're both they're all nerds, like huge big time. Like they're all Harry Potter fans, and they all that. watched the Wheel of Time and started to <laughs> read the series. And like to look at them, they're also huge fans of Beyonce, and they they go for <laughs> that too. But you you had a doctor, you had a big time real estate. Um, agent you had you know all anyway but behind closed doors (laughs) i'll I'll leave that to you looks my door my door opened i had to make sure i watched my mouth (laughs) (laughs) 
But... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nudge the same as a wink to a blind man. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So that was, a, that was my a gray line. man just walked into Chris's room. <laughs> yeah, right. Sent an assassin. Just <laughs> called Lily. My cats are, their cats have gotten huge, by the way. Oh, they're, they're the, the Lily, she, um, she has come out of her shell and has taken over the house. So oh, nice. if the door opens and closes, it's because she's decided she wants to play peekaboo with her brother. Mm. Sounds about right. Yeah. So you guys ready for, for Rand slash the men jumping on Rand's lap over and over again? Um, oh, yeah. And Rand likes it. One, one last thing. And I'll try not to tie everything into Chris's wedding, but <clears throat> it might just happen uh, all, all tonight. I like the little bit of back and forth we sh- we saw with Bashir and his wife. And, well, again, mentioning the cultural relativism, there might be things about how they handle the relationship that we don't agree with. But there's very much a balance there. And they have distinct roles, but also they're very much partners. And they both uh, show a lot of respect and reverence to each other and the decisions they make. Like, they were both very much a strong part of that decision process. Like, I don't know how much was planned ahead of time or if they just had secret signals and winks to make it work. Um, and to tie to Chris's wedding, there were like 16 parts where I started crying. Um, uh, one of them was really when the wedding officiant was just getting into really the roles of, of man and a woman and a, and, a, and a marriage and what you guys are signing up for and what she's talked to you guys about. And man, she just hit the nail on the head. It, it makes no sense for two people in a relationship to be the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, you're, you're just more efficient as a couple. If one, one's responsibilities here and the other is there and there's certainly overlap, but it's all like centered around each other and God and taking care of one another. Anyways, I just, I got them vibes here between Bashir and, and his missus, you know, some of it might've seen off putting, but like the way they were like, wink, wink, gotcha, babe. All right. I'm making a final say. And she's like, Ooh, my man, having a say i like it well we gonna do that like it's that's that's how you're supposed to show it that's what a man does like she she was like she's like get out of here get out of the room we got work to do (laughs) but but all right so heavy from what we saw though chris if you had a look at that and back it up with evidence from the book here who was in charge bashir or his wife you know i don't say that there was one one individual there bingo i don't think agreement right Anyways, I like that. You know, nobody, no one person made it happen. They they did it together. So gave me warm fuzzies in a really I weird both. way. <laughs> nope, I, yeah. I'm there. Now we get to crazy Rand and his yeah sitting woman. Yeah, so Min enters the room and tells him all about the viewing that she saw. Um, about Perrin and how. Well, the first question is, did you have a good talk with Fayo? She's like, didn't last long. She just wants to know whether or not I had a thing for Perrin. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. She's a little bit crazy. I just want you to know, mm-hmm. like, she's super protective of him, and I don't know what the Falcons gonna do when the when the Eagle shows up. Was it the Eagle? The, the, hawk. the hawk. The hawk. I don't know what the Falcons gonna do when the hawk shows up, and he's like, "Huh?" Yeah. Which had me thinking too. Like, is there gonna be a second woman for Perrin? How is that gonna fly? Mm. Something really dramatic would have to happen. Like maybe he thought Fael dies in a battle, but she just gets taken off. And even then, Perrin's the type of dude that would go years before he ever talked to another woman. So, yeah, I just I can't think of a scenario where he would be drawn to somebody else, mm-hmm. unless it's his daughter. I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, possible. 
Yeah. No. But then that'd be a shame, but you know, with the relationship between Fael and Perrin, that they're so far apart that now he's at odds. Like, you know, do I stand up for my wife or stand up for my daughter? You would hope, yeah. you know, on a, from a foundational standpoint, like he could come very close together on those things. If you're that far apart where you're, you're fighting over a child, those mm-hmm. are, those are issues you should have worked out before you decided Agreed. to knock the boots. <laughs> you know? yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Then again, they want six or more. So, yeah, you're, you get a lot of personalities in a litter of six. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Will Alan take the show back over? Now? Oh, no, yeah. Sorry, my my dog. Your cat goes into the room. My dog tries to barge in all the time. Um. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we switched. Uh, like I said, with with men coming in, we'll talk about the viewings for a little bit. Um. So there's a a bunch of those. Talk about the viewings, Chris. Yes. So I kind of thought it was interesting when they were talking specifically about the darkness swallowing the fireflies. Is that the right word to use? I was like, yeah, that I don't feel like that's really, it didn't make sense to me. I think this is the first time where I'm like, where does this come into play? Well, that's one of the first viewings that men had of Rand was like there was this darkness swallowing a bunch of like fireflies. I remember that, really but intense. like why why but, that image? Well, I'm curious. I'd like to see her give a viewing with uh uh one of the other male channelers, strong male channelers at this point, either Taim or uh who's the guy that mm-hmm. the I said I have? Logan. 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 Yeah. To see if there's a similar image. And maybe that's part of the what they call going insane, but maybe maybe it's part of this battle he's having with Luz Theron, and who's going to occupy that space? Yeah. Um. And and doesn't even she talk about how you need to keep Perrin around? Yeah, I said at least uh, two yeah. times something bad will happen. She pauses and stops. It's like something bad will happen to you, Rand. You need yeah. to keep him around. And she's like, you know, yeah. it's, him being around is not going to stop it from happening. It's going to happen. Well, she so can't guarantee like, it'll stop it from happening, but she knows it'll happen for certain if he's not. He, yes. And so I, I agree with you. I think it has something to do with his, with his lucidity. Right. And, and it, it and takes Matt Heron can ground him. him out. Yes. Yeah. That I like. But yeah. why the image of fireflies and darkness? Like, that's the only thing that just maybe that was the only thing Jordan could come up with. How am I going to show this? Fireflies are like thoughts, and the darkness is consuming the thoughts. Huh. So, like that—that yeah. that was the Could idea be. behind the imagery for me. If it has a deeper understanding than that, he just hasn't clued me in enough for me to really feel it. I just yeah. had some never-ending story vibes from that. The nothing, <laughs> the nothing <laughs> swallowing the memories. Doing that movie? I don't know if they are, but I—I I don't want to be scarred again. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm still. <laughs> All these years later, still getting over. Don't give in to the sadness. I do not want to see it again. I, I don't yeah. need to. I, I mean, I've seen it enough. I mean, even more recently. But that movie I don't, was I don't see real. Yeah. Man, I got I down. I haven't given in to the sadness, but I have given in to a lot of Jim Beam and tequila. Well, I'll tell you. It's close to the same. If you were down, the one thing that would get you up is men bouncing on your lap. Not M-E-N, M-I-N. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm having a bad day. Uh, yeah, I'll say we're jailbreaking, by the way. Yeah. You're still in that hellhole. 
Um, ho hopefully, I'm out of here by Thursday. That's yeah. so prayers will go up. I Thank mean, you. I know this is like a huge speculation type thing, and uh, I, I hate to even ask, but what what do you think? Um, do you think Rand's in, in trouble of dying? Is that kind of what she's getting at? Is that what you figured? Or yeah, Rand's going to do one of those die but come back things. Yeah, okay. totally. No, I, I I am still on the verge of him just losing himself to lose there, and I agree with you on that one, Ian. I really do think it's them keeping him grounded into this world. The other thing is is him losing his power. Which, so back to Egwene's thing, when she saw the vision of her, well, not vision, but she experienced her being Amberlynn when Rand was caught, and they were going to yeah. gentle him. So, that could be coming soon. Something like yeah. that. Not, yeah, so I, I, I'm kind of in between those thoughts. I don't see him dying and coming back, but it could happen. <laughs> Bounce whatever makes you happy. Exactly, Skeeter. Bounce whatever makes yeah. you happy. <laughs> That's why I married mine. Men, men. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, as long as it's juicy. Pilates ball. You know, they're, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, then men kisses <clears throat> Rand lightly and leaves. Um, and Rand starts to think. She's going to stop that shit. That kissing and, thing and cool. Uh -huh. She's taking it way too far. He still thinks this is a joke. I think that's yeah. the part that kills me the most about this whole situation is he still thinks this is a joke. Yeah, but he's put off by it, but then he always has a thought of like, but I mean, it's kind of nice. <laughs> Men will yeah. be his plaything, but I don't think she's going to ever give him a child. And then uh, then good old uh, Luz just jumps right in. <laughs> Turn off. <laughs> Starts, like, yeah, starts screaming, like yelling about I should die and all sorts of other craziness. Rand's like, "Shut up! There's too many. We gotta kill them. Kill them all. Like, kill them all. I don't want to be here either, but I have a thing to do, and I, I could die now, and I'd be happy, but I can't." Rand's die. like, "You're already so, dead." He's like, "I'm not dead. I'm, I'm dead, not I'm dead." And Rand starts chugging alcohol. Which back to your thing, yeah, that's kind of a solution. It's just just chug wine. Um, and just yeah, make, make it stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, so. I I had a very recent appointment where um so I, d I don't have this issue i don't think we're working on that but i was talking about my biggest problem right now is sleep and has been for quite some time horrible sleeper for all sorts of reasons mm -hmm. uh and he's like well is there anything you've been able to do that makes it better and i was like well yeah if i down a bottle of wine like 30 <laughs> minutes before i go to sleep i sleep like a baby but i'm trying to not do that and he's like He's scribbling notes very hard. He's like, yeah, that's not good. I was like, you don't need to write that down. I'm saying I know that's not good. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not trying to do that. Like, there's got to be another solution. <laughs> Just Streets shaking his head up. going, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, 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 that's bad. <laughs> that's real We're going to have many more moments of meeting. A whole bottle by yourself? Well, sometimes one and a half. <laughs> Uh, back back during my my pink drinking days, I'd always hate going to the doctor. Like, so, so how, how much alcohol do you drink a week? I was like, a week or a night? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to try try to count for a week? <laughs> Let me give you an idea. Handle a night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, back in those days. Uh, yeah, not, not what's worse. Drink. What's worse is when you hesitate. So they try to give you examples, and they're like, "Yeah, some people who say they drink a lot, you know, they'll go out and have like four or five drinks." And I'm like, "In a minute, four or five. That, that's it. <laughs> An hour. Uh, <laughs> that's, 
That's the warm up before going out. That's we're not even uh, out yet. Yeah. At four to five. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, two. Um, so yeah. Um maybe, maybe I had that question problem. tonight. I just smiled at her. She's like, Yeah, we'll just put casual drink. <laughs> Casuals. I'm super yeah. casual when I'm drinking, bro. Sometimes I don't even got pants on. <laughs> casual. Casual as fuck. Uh, yeah. we, we got our boy Matt who just wants to take a drink. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll get we'll get to our boy Matt. But first we get to Demira. Switch to her point of view. Oh, yeah. Um, she's a nice guy. She's uh stopping by the new city and really just upset about the, all the permissions that Rand's put in the best permission for everything. Who do you think he, he so, is? I'm for an cool reasons die. though. Yeah. Her reason is she's got a connection in the library. Mm-hmm. And yeah. well, she might turn out to be a bad evil person. So far, I like this about her. Like I said, yeah. they have their plants all over the place. How smart is this? Let me get somebody that's in the records room in a place that has history that goes way, way back. Like that exactly. the nerd in me, the nerd in me was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. I want to, I want to meet this guy too. Mm. Let's read some scrolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as she's going to scrolls, Elantra, chapter four. Chapter four of this book? Elantra? Am I saying Elantra? it right? Yeah, Elantra. Yeah. What about her? No, I'm saying the wrong. What's the name? It says Sanderson. Book? Sanderson. Oh, Elantris. 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 Oh, Elantris. Chapter oh, yeah. four. Oh, you're in there? Okay. Scrolls, books. Scrolls, books. Lots hundreds of, books. of years old. Yeah. Being consumed. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's, a, it's an interesting book. That's a zombies. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Have you have you have you touched it yet, Ian? I'm not there yet. Nah. Have you finished Miss Oh, that's you know, you finished Miss Part Arrow One. Yeah. Have you started Arrow yeah. Two yet? No. no what do you think I, of Arrow One? Oh, bro, we're gonna have a conversation. Loved it. it was so yep. good. Loved I it. had this phenomenal mm-hmm. book that I got for my wedding. Leatherbound. <laughs> it's pretty. That's really Very pretty. Pretty gold leaf phenomenal artwork it has a, a, yeah. a spot of honor in yeah. our, our bookshelf it's even got yeah. sanderson's signature yeah the guy that signed. gave it to me That's i love awesome. him a lot <laughs> i appreciate him like this is how i know it was hard for him to give it up because i know he didn't wrap that paper no I'm pretty sure my wife i'm pretty sure his wife did Mm-hmm. And she made it to where he could open it as many times as he needed to to look at it before he handed it over <laughs> to make the decision as to whether or not he was going to. So the, it the, the truth is, we wrapped in the hotel before coming, and we forgot to bring tape. So she went on YouTube and found out how to wrap a present with no tape. Bruh, and that's why she I did a phenomenal <laughs> job on that wrapping. I'm telling you, like I have never seen such good wrapping in my life. And I was like, oh my god, a pro wrap this. I'm like, happy did it, happy did it. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Meanwhile, as he walks up and he's holding it, he mumbles to me. He's like, "It's not too late. I could keep it." (laughs) He's like, "He's like, I'll just donate to the honeymoon thing and keep this." And I'm like, "No, man, you've already walked in with a gift. It's got to go to the gift table." (laughs) Like, I guess it was the wedding planner came over. Oh, you had the gifts go over here. I was like, "I don't want to give it to you." She's like pulling it out of his hand. She's like, let, let go. Let go. Gotta let go. I wouldn't have given it to her. She lost it. We thought she lost her day of marriage license. Oh, wow. We were okay. scrambling at 11 to 30 Sunday night. We called her and everything like, where's our where's our marriage license? Uh, what kind of the whole point of the day? On Monday, like that. We're supposed to do that before honeymoon. Mm-hmm. We get a response back at like nine o'clock. Oh, I have it. I found it. I'm like, you found it. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. 
So yeah, so she decides to go back to the alley or back to the inn via alleyways. Um, Demira does, and as she's walking through the alleys, going back and forth, there's no one there, and she goes around a corner and it's face to face with a uh, Aiel. Um, I was gonna and- say this is not an Aiel thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, a Shido uh, Aiel thing maybe, but not. And Rand's do we know Aiel. it's not Shido? I mean, we don't know. Came, we don't know. But there's plenty of in the city. You think that Shido would be? No, I don't know. Well, These are sneaky cats. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and she makes room for the for the Aiel to pass, but then a spear thrust towards Wait, her. Darkness. Does she? Yep. Does she make any note of like the black eyes thing? Was that here? I think so. Where's my book? It's over here. You have to let him. I'm a couple. You're pages probably fast. Me. You're probably faster I than I am to find it. Oh, we got the kitties in the picture. Uh-huh. She's in there fucking with my mic, so I picked her up. Yeah, and we have seen uh, blo- our dark dark friend, I.E. Melindra. Yes, Melindra. Let's see. Um, so now you're going to watch us go through and try to find it on the books. Um, here it is. There are a couple Wait. of us wandering. Um, that Pets. remembered face was thrust into hers, black eyes, mocking, mm-hmm. growling, something she ignores as, as she tried to reach Sidar, tried to darkness close in. So yeah. when she mentions these black eyes, are these like the same black eyes when we had, what was that girl that um, Lanfear was controlling oh. back in um, back Tarvalon? In the, um, oh. Yeah. Elsie? Um, no, no, yeah. I'll see. And also there was another yeah. one in the Senate here as well, but yeah. But when, when, and so we weren't s- certain if this was the actual person just being controlled or like a reanimated dead version or like these people are dead and somehow this person's like controlling a spirit version of them or something. Okay. Cause then we find out that Elsie was dead. No, Elsie had left. Month, uh, Elsie had weeks, left. Weeks, weeks before. That's what yeah. it was. Right, right. And kicked out of the tower weeks before. Yeah. So if this is the same type of glossed over black eye sort of thing that she's trying to piece together, what do I know this from? Like, maybe that's what it is. It's not truly Aiel. It's somebody like controlling these fake Aiel things. But I, mm, yeah, but they, but they could be Shido. Could be. They could be other Aes Sedai that are doing the thing that, uh, Megidian, um, where they should change their face, where she's able to change the face and whatnot. I mean, yeah. I guess that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Could be any of those things. But the dark eyes stood out to me. That was the one thing that jumped. I was like, all right, if it's not yeah. truly Aiel doing this on somebody's command, they could be controlled by yeah. someone. I didn't think about that. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. And then we switched immediately back to parents' point of view for a nice little talk after the parent meeting. After meeting the parents. Uh, Sulin's waiting on them, which parent thinks is weird because uh, she just seems out of place to be a servant. Because, <laughs> well... Well, she's out of place. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's only one highlight to this section. It's Perrin like, whoo, that was interesting. And then Fayol going, well, now we got to make babies. Yeah. Like we have, <laughs> we have to make babies. Did you hear how many mother, my mother said? You know, yeah. Just, yeah. we're on a schedule here. Yeah, we got a schedule. We got to start pushing. She even named them all already. Yeah. Yeah. We got to start um, now. He does ask Fayil about the broken crown, and she immediately changes the subject to that. She's like, yeah, so uh, babies. <laughs> but maybe in changing the topic to babies, maybe she is answering the question. 
Maybe so. Maybe it maybe it requires them to conceive, and it's not Perrin that'll inherit yeah, the crown, Perrin, but Perrin her goes, children. Yeah, she said six. She goes, at least six. <laughs> at least. Got yep. to get some work to do. Can you help with this dress? I need to get this thing off. <laughs> Meanwhile, big old big old Perrin trying to gently undo the buttons is ripping buttons off left and right. Just <laughs> rip back. Pow, He's like, are you gonna are you gonna be subservient to me the way you said you were going to? Are you gonna listen to what I have to tell you? Are you gonna because she's like, I think we should spy on Rand. He's like, no, I'm not oh, yeah. gonna do that. I need you to listen yeah. to me. Do as I tell you. So I won't. I caught that. I won't. But of course, Bashir warned him, don't believe what she says. Believe half of what she says because there's some truth into it and there's some mistruth. So no, yep. she's not gonna spy on him. She's, she's not gonna, gonna set to. other people to spy on him. Like, come on now. I got that right away. I was like, yeah, you slick fail. And Perrin's like all sidetracked by the fact that these buttons are so small and his hands are so big. And then all of a sudden she's like, you know, I thought we could get started. He's like, whoa, thinking with the wrong axe. <laughs> <laughs> he was pulling out the club. <laughs> it's very hard to concentrate when this is happening. I can lay down the other hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to have a conversation with me as they're undressing. I'm just like, I don't have yeah. words right now. <laughs> I'd like to say that I'm not going to get distracted from an important conversation because of something like that. But now, I mean, you nailed it, Alan. Just you could you could fight it for like two or three seconds inside your head. Like, no, oh no, don't stop, yeah. don't stop, oh don't stop, oh. <laughs> I'll be thinking about it while I'm doing it. Like, as soon as I'm done, <laughs> our conversation will pick back up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have done that to Chanel once or twice. We're having a conversation, and then we have a little bit of fun, and then she's ready to go to sleep, and the conversation starts back up, and then she's snoring on me, and I'm like, okay, guess I'm talking to myself now. Yep. Yeah. Talking to the moon. We'll put yeah. this, we'll put this thought in the sleep the journal, moon. and I'll just let it go, and I'll come back to it tomorrow. <laughs> right. it was on a post-it note right above the bed <laughs> there you go yep. so that's a pretty short little point of view then switch back to Demir again she wakes her warders there and two other Aes Sedai um, um, how she survived the attack is immediately explained um, that you know, she was found and brought to the inn I guess um, and she asked specifically about the wounds and nothing like many wounds, but nothing pierced the vital organ or anything. So they, it was all mm -hmm. intentional so that yeah. she would be found, not killed. She's like, they gave me a message. They wouldn't kill me if they wanted me to deliver a message. And they yep. sent somebody to you all to just, to tell you where I was so that you can come and get me. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all didn't pick up on this? I'm, I bled out. I've lost multiple quarts of blood, and I'm having to think through things. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I like her. Now, ho yeah. Hopefully they're not so full of themselves. Like they got to take a moment and realize. Okay. So obviously they start thinking this is Rand that called for this attack. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, especially with Varen around that they take a much broader approach to this. Um, Cause whoever mm -hmm. it is to be able to do what they did uh, pretty dangerous. And also, gosh, how do I say this? It's almost like you got to start wondering if whatever reaction you take is the reaction that they were expecting or wanting. You don't want to, you've already fallen into a trap. You don't want to dig deeper into it. So you don't want to be like rash here and react too quickly. You got to think it through, get some more information, that sort of thing. 
And our eyes and I haven't been very good about that. They're just so full of themselves. They, they can't see the big picture half the time. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the message that was given, tell the other witches to stay away from Althor. What's the... Yeah. I swear to you, this is the shadow. Okay. And this is the people that are with the Shido addressing him. Mm-hmm. Would the Shido use the term witches? These witches? They still White have some reverence would. for Aes Sedai. White cloaks would. Yes. That's A true. white cloak somehow involved in this. That, uh, you know, you're right. And if it's white cloaks, it's a Pat and Fane type scenario, just trying to Ooh. sow the seeds of chaos. Mm. I like that. Yeah. You know what? You're absolutely right. But well, they immediately go to right, I feel like the Shido may be in leagues with Pat and Fane at this point. Yeah. But of course, Could they be. go immediately to blaming Rand. They say, like, oh, Rand must have right. sent them. That's weak sauce. <laughs> yes. Now, if Rand, all right, so here's another crazy theory. If Rand did, it wasn't Rand, it was Luce Theron in a moment when Luce Theron possibly mm. got full control of Rand's body and then gave directions to these. Or it was our other male channeler friend sending a message, Tyene. That's also very possible. There's there's too many potential people. Yeah, (laughs) and but their their reaction to that is let's cut communication with them. Um, You know, yeah, let's talk less. Yeah, because you know, you know, communication all the time. That's that's, 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 that's how you. uh, Got to make this. Got to make these books longer. Get more books in. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, so they, they, you know, they, they'll sit there. They decide, yeah, well, not to the embassy for a few days and see, let them stew. Um, and they're they're looking at Min the entire time to see what her reaction will be to all this because obviously she's been there with him. Um, so yeah, and that's probably in this chapter. So when I when I started thinking about the Pat and Fane thing, uh, I also started talk, thinking about the the title of the book, and we were led to believe that Lord of Chaos might be Rand. But what if, what if it's not? What if what was intended was Pat and Fane? Because it seems like when he interjects himself, it's still hard to see what his end goal is other than to just sow chaos. I mean, we already saw the attack on Rand with the White Cloaks. Mm-hmm. And that was orchestrated by Pat and Fane. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I like where you went with, with the idea of it could be loose there and getting moments of like takeover. Right. That'd be nuts. Because that would totally sow a lot of seeds of chaos. Because we know he yeah. wants people killed. And he calls them witches as well. Mm-hmm. Does he? I got to go back and... Mm. I know he doesn't trust the eyes to die. Certainly yeah. wants to kill them all. Maybe he doesn't call Challenge. them witches. Maybe I'm making that up. But I'd like for that to be a thing, too. I'd like for Rand to have lost his mind totally and just not realize they have blackout moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys ready to go to the next one? Anything we missed? But wait, there's more. All right. Chapter 47. The wandering woman. You guys went on and on about this woman that's wandering around. It's and like after we're done, Jake came on. It's like, it's an end guy. She's like, oh damn it. <laughs> that <laughs> makes perfect sense. <laughs> but we're back in Matt's point of view, and we have made it to Evudar. The wonderful city of Evudar, which is another strange culture. We saw a lot from Sadilian culture uh, with uh, the Bashirs. Um, 
Saldean, <coughs> Saldean, and now we're at Ebudar, which has another very weird culture. But um, yeah, they get different. there. It's we're not going to Alan. Okay, we're not, not going to say not gonna weird. We're, gonna we're say not showing cultures. Different cultures, especially yeah. since it's like Matt's people. He's like, oh, they're. I feel welcome here. The mm-hmm. dice seem to always be rolling. Like, oh yeah, they're gamblers. They're gambling all over the place. They're drinking beer. Mm-hmm. There's women. That this is my type of town. Oh yeah, and Matt's excited, um, definitely. But at the same time, all the Aes Sedai are not happy with Matt because they've all now realized that he has something about him that makes it so they can't channel at him, and they're trying to figure out how. <laughs> that frustrated the heck out of me. Throwing power at him and and testing him, and, and he's then belittling him in front of his men. Like, how yeah. jacked up is that? Elaine, Elaine lost a lot of points with me in this mm-hmm. chapter. And yeah. by a lot, I mean almost all. She kind of disgusted me. I hate everything about how she acted, uh, how she treated Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can almost give an excuse for Egwene and Nynaeve because of their connection and knowing him as a kid. But Elaine didn't grow up with Matt. And you think, I don't know, maybe the way she was raised and just always being in charge and learning to manipulate, blah, blah, blah. Maybe that made her who she mm-hmm. was. But that's... Somebody like Matt coming up, a general of an army, mm-hmm. someone rather significant, also someone that Rand really trusts, and supposedly you love Rand. I mean, she just acts like well, a self-entitled... Right, so I'm going to take a step back and think about mm-hmm. what you just said, though. She was raised that way. He's a general of an army in charge of some of her people. Not her people, nope. Some of them, they know some, her way. Some of from Camelot. Yeah. Some and, of them and the people in Camelot are not her people because her dumbass won't go there. But the point. Fact she's been invited is, to claim her throne and she's being a little. And yeah, her I'll, do, mind, I'll do it on my own time. And her mind, I, I was going to do the dishes, but then you told me to do dishes. Now I'm not going to do it because you told me to. But well, she's that's, a that's queen stupid. and he's a general. What should a general do to a queen but bow down? He's no, mm. don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Bow it, down. Oh, no, like, no, sir, I just don't like it. No, sir, I yeah. just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Bella comes out. No, sir, I just don't like it. So, so from the from the get go, her making demands of Matt, like da 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 da, and you know these Tarangrel, they belong to I Sedai. Some would say da da da. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, every night you're gonna give it to me, and I'll give it back to you in the morning. Like. I feel like, like she she st- she could have approached that way differently. And again, it goes back to the whole communication sucks in the wheel of time, but I man, just poor just asking the question. Can I study it for a little no mind you, he would never have given it to her. No. No matter how she no. asks. Matt's but then not. you have a conversation about like the problems as a whole, be like, hey, look, you know, this is a, a power mind that I discovered, and we're all trying to do XYZ to help this and the other. Like we're on the same team. Like, I don't want to take it from you. Or even a reassurance of sitting down with her and I need even him and be like, look, Matt, we, we want to learn about it to see if we could somehow do good <laughs> with it. And we like we give you our word we won't tell anybody. And if Nynaeve's there reassuring, like maybe he believes it. There's so many other ways they could have gone about this. But she does the shittiest way when he refuses, which he had every right to do. Uh, then she goes trying to undermine him in front of all of his people. And I, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. any of it. No, yeah. but I do. I do like that. It, not not that I like the actual situation. I like the conversation uh, where, where she's like, "You have a tarangrel." He's like, "A tear, tear, tear what?" I don't. Don't try to play me. 
<laughs> Remember you talking about Saran the tear. He's like, shucks, she got me. <laughs> no, no. He's like, I don't pay attention to half the shit they're talking about, which is yeah. probably also kind of true. <laughs> he might very not be true. playing dumb. How often has something very important been going on? And when we get the map perspective in his head, he's like, fuck this shit. Why am I here? Yeah. I don't want to do with this. His this ADHD kicks in hardcore. Right. He's not always right. there when he's there. He's trying to be somewhere else. So that it's believable, I think. Yeah. And then also Avienda and Brigitte are there. Uh, Matt believes that Brigitte's just a hunter of the horn. Uh, also finds in this chapter that she's a warder, which she's kind of taken back by. Everyone is. Like, yeah, well, I was about to say there are a lot of upset what? people about her being yeah. a female warder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that she had, um, Elaine had the audacity to take a warder on so early in her studies. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we see the dynamics, the power dynamics at play because they don't question her, even though she's so young, because she's more powerful than they are. Right. Yeah. And so it's not like close. Maybe we have to battle this out to see. It's obvious she's more powerful than them. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in this group, I think before she said, except for maybe Avienda, when they were all in a room together. So her and Avienda are like by far the strongest. Well, and, mm-hmm. and Nynaeve, I guess, when she can control it. Yeah. yeah. Nynaeve doesn't count anymore. Right. And this Triple is also on the same time. Yeah. It's and this is also around the same time to yeah, this is around the same time they get to that village outside of Eberdar. Uh she needs a plumber. <laughs> I'm doing that on purpose. I'm sorry. Let me stop being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when you start learning a little bit about Eberdar culture. Um, because they get to the marriage knife or marriage dagger, the end there, and they start talking about how men and women both fight each other for the right to bed. Uh other people and things like that and the other party only allows the winner to do so and then for the marriage part all the women wear daggers and if they don't are satisfied they kill their husbands it's part of their culture um (laughs) performing under pressure let me tell you that ain't easy (laughs) chanel has a knife at her side table (laughs) i wonder why now that i'm this far in the book i'm like she got herself a marriage now. <laughs> this is one of those moments when she was reading ahead of you and just started giggling, and you were like, "What, honey?" And she's like, "Oh, nothing." <laughs> you hear her just rustle Where's around. Where's that like, dagger you had? This is going on the nightstand now. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. Time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, they have uh, Matt has uh, a few of his guys go, uh, uh, Vinny and them uh, scout ahead. Uh, on the fourth evening, the party stays uh, at the Southern Hoop, um, another inn. Um, and the entire time, the Aes Sedai are just started to throw, channeling at Matt. And Matt feels the chill all the time and can't figure out where it's coming from until, you know, Nadif, at one point, he realizes her. <laughs> like, and he stares at her and she immediately, like, runs away, like, squeaks and runs away. Like, it's like, man. And then someone throws crap at him. To see, like, oh, well, and then she's just taking notes. That I said, I was just taking notes, like, oh, that works. I can throw stuff at you at the back. <laughs> now, so, that's, so you, yeah. you raised this question before, Alan, like, the power won't work directly on them, but can they do stuff, like, if they fireball them or something like that? And I said, I think I said no when it came to certain things, like, because physics is physics. Right. If they're If they're using the power to pick something up and propel it, well, that makes sense that it would hit him. Mm-hmm. But if they're doing something where like fire is the like weaves can't tr- touch them. Yeah. So the weaves can't touch them. So the fire would be directly from the weave. It's not unless, right. unless they light something on fire and then toss it at them. But if it's right, if the or weave something's already on fire and they use if like the fire is actually part of the weave, it? then no, because right. 
that's what I'm yeah. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Me they, too. completely agree. <coughs> but if you pick a rock with air and throw it, then the rock's not part of the power. It's just right. Physics is physics. Physics, physics is still gonna hit you. <laughs> if you can, if you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a rock. <laughs> there you go. Um, so you know, and Matt's just getting really upset about all this stuff too. He's just like, then you stop. Um, For a good reason. They, yeah. He is literally getting picked on the whole time. That's not cool. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for the moment for him to bust out who he is now and for them to go, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. I w- it would have been cool. Like, it would have made this this travel scene a little cooler if he did some sparring with the warders one night. And, like, how many warders are there total that went on the trip? How many warders? I mean, right, red, right? red arms or warders? Warders. Um, there's, how a, many I saw, a there's a few. Not a lot. Uh, let's say there's at there's least more, three. Th- there's a dozen red arms, so but I'm not sure how many warders. Sure, but let's say he, one person, yeah. spars with three warders and whoops their ass. Like that could have helped give him a little more, more cred in the eyes. Well, actually, the eyes side probably got more pompous and stuck up about it. Who do you think he is? Beating up then they warders, definitely would have had to find a way to defeat his. That's true. Oh. Yeah, no, that would have backfired. I take that back. Mm-hmm. They now, would have felt obligated to need to just how long will it money. take. Um, Elaine able to make a new copy of that and to share it. Hmm. Interesting. And will she be able to duplicate it to block male channelers? Well, we don't know if it blocks male and female. He doesn't know. Well, and it depends on how it was created and who created it. I'm willing to bet there's there there's got to be certain things that take both male and female channelers to create. There's probably some things that only male channelers can create. Um, hmm. Interesting. So we so we have to know how this one was built in the first place. Sure. She might not have any sort of control over it. Yeah. So, yeah. And as they keep marching along, the fifth day, they finally get to Abadar. Um, and the dice start tumbling in Matt's head when he sees the palace. And he comments on the dice. You know, that it happens sometimes when it's gambling, but usually it means some big decision or something. Something's going to happen. Something's about to go down when the, when he starts hearing the dice in his head. And it's not the first time we've, we've, we've had this happen. We, I think I pointed it out the first time it happened. But, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, it's it's happening again. Um, he's, he's certainly about, recognizing it now. But yeah, and, it's and, a thing. You know, I said I'd go to meet with Queen Thailand, and he thinks about staying in the palace. But he's like, no, nah, I don't like Noah, man. Uh, you know, it'd be nice have a feather bed and all that, but nah, I'm good. <laughs> when so. he also wants to make a show of it once more, you know, in front of his men and to Lane, I said I and everything that we're not here to work for you. Right, like we're gonna do our thing. Uh, you let us know if you're going to travel around. I'll, I'll, you know, gather up an escort for you sort of thing. But we're going to be over here doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know, come talk to us if you need us and I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, some of them decide to go. I mean, Tom and Julian, they both go to stay in the palace. Um, but, but do Matt, they count anymore? They're more puppy they, dogs. They, they are. They've, they've, gi- they've given their word and their oath and they're going to do what they Yeah. Yeah, they are. But uh, Plus, I, I think they also feel like... Um, um, obligated uh, yeah. from a moral standpoint, not just because of their oath, but I think they want to follow right. and help. Yeah. And, and Matt starts thinking about trying to advise Elaine and Nynaeve and he decides not to, I think because of the fear facts, like anything I say, they're just going to throw around, turn back at me. If, you know, I refuse to say anything I do. I then turn around and say, Hey, I have this great idea. You just said it's my idea, not yours. And he's like, you know what? I'm just not even thinking about it. Just, just screw them. <laughs> like, I, keep I guess safe. that's my, that's I want to keep part of my like, issue here. They aren't even, they don't even recognize that Matt could possibly be an asset. Yeah. 
they're just trying to use him from their perspective and the only ways they understand. And right now it's just getting to understand that turn we all. And other than that, it's, well, let's get his men more loyal to me than to him and win them over. Like if they took the time to actually get to know Matt and what happened to him from the last time they saw him till now, they would realize, all right, huge asset. This is somebody I need to partner with and right. communicate with, not try to manipulate and take advantage of. Right. So yeah. shame on them. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Shame. 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 Um, By the way, House yeah. of Dragons, completely crazy. I love House of Dragons. Such oh, a good I, I still haven't even started watching. Oh, Go, check it, out. Go yeah. check it out. It's good. Uh, I enjoyed it. The- yeah, it was, it was tough. It's tough. It was. But they just said uh, 2023, uh, they're going to try to do it within a year. Oh, uh, next season. So, um, so yeah. So Tom and Julian go leave Matt uh, and the rest of the red arms go into this in at random. They pick called the wanted woman. And this is Matt's scene. I mean, he walks in, he's like, yeah, this is, this it. is my vibe. This, this is it. Uh, there's yes. people playing dice. There's people playing cards. Yes. Titties. <laughs> girls in there. Nice little layout. Pipe smoke. Flutes uh, playing, you know. He's like, "Oh yeah, this, this is." He's it. like, "You <laughs> come sit, <laughs> men style." And he, yep. yeah, he comes in, and the dice stops, and that's how we end the chapter. <laughs> Which I'm like, "Why do they stop? Is it because he's in a great spot? Is because the decision's been? He's made a decision. Decision's been made. So, so we don't know how the dice were rolled. <laughs> it might be a good made. roll. It might be a bad roll. But the, the dice been cast. Made. Yeah, the dice yeah. been cast. He made his decision, and the dice stopped." <laughs> So that's how we end this chapter. It's a pretty short one, but uh, mostly it's just Matt being picked on by Isidai and by Nynaeve and Elaine and um and mostly Elaine and mostly Elaine and being frustrated and um and finally and they get to Ebadar. That's uh that's important. Yeah. Ish. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. <coughs> it's kind of a frustrating they find that that big bowl that they use to create smoke and oh uh, yeah. yeah yeah great big bowl full of water and smoke. There you go. Yeah, I, I don't want Elaine or Nynaeve to get hurt, but uh, I am kind of cheering for something significant ha- to happen to them to humble them a little bit. Okay. Um, and it'd be wonderful if in some capacity Matt ends up being a hero and hopefully mm-hmm. they open their eyes and be like, oh shit, um, this is not the Matt that I thought I was dealing with. This is something more. You don't think Jordan's going to use Matt as a literary punching bag for the next like two books? He <laughs> mm, could. There's like six books left. He he could, but I I hope not. Sure, I see him using Perrin. I see Perrin as punching bag. Yeah, he's yeah. not all the characters as punching bags. Let's be honest. Yeah, Matt Matt seems to rise to whatever occasion or whatever attitude or whatever whatever level you bring to him. If you're sure. being polite, he could be polite to you. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to collaborate on something, he'll collaborate with you. If you want to be an asshole, he's very skilled at being an asshole. So. <laughs> he seems to be more of a reflection of the person he's dealing with. And so generally I get the feeling if you don't like Matt, you should look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. If the Matt you're dealing with is pissing you off, you should look in the mirror. Yeah. Well, that kind of leads into these next chapters. Uh, but anything from these before I do what's next time? No. Okay. So next time we're doing two chapters again, 48 and 49. And the titles are leaning on the knife. Leaning, leaning. And the mirror Safe of mists from all the alarms. The Ooh, mirror of, of mist. Why not the bowl of mist? Can't we find this bowl before the end of the book? 
Elaine's going to get it. Elaine's going to ask the mayor <laughs> who's the fairest. Plot line has just begun. <laughs> can't we? Can't we return water and rain back to the to this region? Can't we allow that plot crops line has just grow? begun? So, anyways, uh, yeah. So that's that's um. Those are the next two chapters. So any thoughts on chapter titles? Um, I'm giving you my thoughts. It's bullshit. Uh, leaning on the knife. What if what if this weather thing that they're trying to get is like one of those stasis boxes? Mm. It actually has like some cool shit in it from way back in the day. That would okay. be cool. So leaning on the knife. So clearly there's going to be a wife of somebody that they're going to have to make use of. Mm. Since we know the knives are marriage ceremonial things. Okay. Oh, does Matt find his plus one? Hmm. I mean, it's supposed that to be Sean be Chan plus one, right? But who knows? Maybe one's here. Hmm. You really don't know. You could be right. The other thing is, the what was the, the second title? About the mist and the bowl? Mirrors of mist. Mirror of mist. Mirrors. Mr. Mirror. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But about bum Super Bowl of... I, I do think that we at least discover whatever it was that they were trying to get for Rand. Okay. Now, so it's use who the heck knows. Okay. But there's the book is too short at this point for them not to find it quickly. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And they'll uh, probably end up finding it in um in the dream world and then having to then go and rediscover it in the real world. Okay. Interesting. For chance. So favorite characters? Loyal. Not Elaine. I was gonna Whatever say Elaine for mine. That's gonna be my pick. That's gonna be Elaine. And I'm gonna hang I'm gonna hang up on you. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leave the studio. Just for poking poking uh, Ian's button, pushing Ian's buttons. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I haven't thought about it enough to look at it, you know, objectively like, all right, why does that upset me so much? I'm sure there's some of my own <clears throat> experience that Triggers adds that emotion, out. but not a fan of it at all. She totally disgusted me there. Okay. So, um, and not really Matt either. I, you know, I think he could have, instead of giving you up say on parent, it's okay. <laughs> he could have he tried better. No, no. I liked how all that unfolded with Perrin and Fael and Bashir and everything. But I think my favorite might be Tom, Tom and Julian kind of as a combo. And I hinted at it okay. before. I, I don't think they're just behind these ladies because they gave their word. That's kind of a little too, that makes it about themselves still. Like they're doing it to uphold their word. I think, especially taking what Tom was telling Matt before, he's really starting to buy into his role here. And he feels like his biggest role is supporting and helping the girls and doing whatever they do and without question and just being there for them. And I, I could appreciate that. There's a time and a place for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris. Um, Perrin. Perrin. <laughs> nice. Perrin. I mean, it's self-explanatory. Yep. Actually, I got to give it to Bashir, though. He held it together very well. If I was a father in that situation, I don't know that I could have held it together as well mm-hmm. as he did. I don't okay. think I would be able to feel pride because I'd still be hurt. So I got to give it to, and not just him, but his wife as well, the parents. Okay. The they played their role really well. They did. They okay. they need, they need In order to give their blessing, per se, they needed to find some certain things out. They need to hear certain <laughs> things and believe it from both Fahil and Perrin. 
and they both played their parts very well. And I think they, they heard maybe mm-hmm. not what they wanted to hear, but what they needed to hear to be able to move forward with this. And okay. Interesting. Good. Have a nice little litter. Yeah. Yep. Go make some pups. Yep. No, good pick, Chris. Yeah. Mine, mine's loose there and just for yelling, screaming, and rant. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle that. Yeah. There you go. Um, so yeah, that's all uh, we got for this week. So how you can be he's found? In, he's in the background. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I'm not yeah, dead. Yes, you are. <laughs> shut up. I'm shut getting up. better. I'm, I'm getting better. <laughs> that's the crazy thing. You're right. He is getting better. He's sticking around long. He doesn't have to listen to what Rand says as much. Like it's yep. getting to the point of scary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, what do you think will happen if like something traumatic happens? Do you think that will affect it? Like, oh, I think we're gonna get to a part where Luz fully takes over, and Rand's gonna spend some time wherever it is that Luz is. I think Luz is gonna be reborn as one of Rand's children. Oh, interesting. That's possible. I'm kidding. It's not gonna really happen, but yeah, I mean, the energy could make its way to the nether regions and then yeah, be reborn. (laughs) Okay, the dragon reborn, reborn. Okay. There you go. All right. So, yeah. Well, how you can be found is at thewillreads.com. Uh, go check out the website. You can write reviews there, even uh, even bad ones. I do read them too. Um, so, uh, apparently, if we're too crude, go ahead and tell me. Um, I'm not going to stop, but you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I toned it back a little bit tonight. Yeah. A little I bit. think we've all toned it back quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I've had, had, so, no had some nights. We've had no. No giggity. I got to bag it up. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's what she says. None of that. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, there was a lot of seriousness happening in these chapters. There, there was. That's, yeah. There was. It'll Don't back. worry. It'll be double fold next week. Uh, yeah, right. Next week. Definitely. Plus, I'm sober. So, <laughs> well, next week, you're not going to be the Virax. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get non military Ian back after years. I'm back. It's been seven years. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, yeah, go check out the website, write reviews, uh, check out our discord. It's a great place to hang out. Uh, we, yeah, I mean, I've been loving recently some of these new first time readers that are getting towards the end of all the books. So you guys can't read those yet, but they have oh. fantastic posts. Uh, I'd love reading all of it. Um, you'll get there eventually. Um, and then just in general, I love uh, all the memes channels. We, 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 we share a lot of memes. It's fun. Um, go check out our um, socials. Um, check out Twitter Time Awards this weekend. Um, if you're listening to this next week when it comes on the podcast format, it already happened. But guess what? It'll still be on YouTube. So you can still go back and check out the Twitter Time Awards. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, and also support us. Lots of ways of doing that just by listening to us supports us. Um, but then as well, uh, there's Patreon, there's merchandise, lots of cool stuff you can buy, get the wheel reads gear. Um, uh, but Patreon is definitely the, the best way to support us as far as um, uh, dollars to help run this show. Um, it's not free, unfortunately. It used to be when we used to have cell phones and stuff like that. But then I bought like editing software and, and subscriptions to things. So we we're can- trying to be better. I'm trying to make it professional. I'm trying to make yeah. it better. Um, so, you know, constantly upgrading stuff, adding new stuff. So, um, you know, uh, most of it goes to giveaways. I'll be honest, but hey, because we love you. <laughs> it's because we love you. Most of it just goes to giveaways, but yeah, we'll, we'll get there. So go check that out. Uh, if you feel so inclined, greatly appreciated. But otherwise, that's all I got for this week. 
Until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.